I don't think I talk enough about the best foods that I think human beings should be eating. I'm always about flexibility and balance and happiness and enjoying sweet treats and stuff like that, but our bodies don't care about our emotions, and those are emotions when it's like a happiness and balance, flexibility. So let's dive into the best foods you should probably be eating today. This is the Game of Food. This is the Game of Food. We're helping real people get real results with delicious food. Real Real food. Live from Spencer's home studio, podcasting to the world. This is Game of Food. And here's your host, Spencer Frederick. You know what I like about nutrition? I like that there's so many different avenues to talk about. I've been doing this podcast for maybe like a year and a half. This is probably episode 120 some, maybe 130 some. And there's always different things to talk about. I talk a lot about nutrition related to like mindset. I talk about how to be balanced and flexible. I talk about, you know, how to track your portions and what you should know about your food. And today it's time to talk about the healthiest food sources. This is based on my opinion a little bit, okay? So you could listen to a different guy that might say different food sources are better than the ones I list today. So this is kind of based on my own experience with our clients and my own body. This is based off of research that I read and human trial studies that I connect with the most, okay? And so uh, I would like to hand those foods off to you. I really think that these foods that I'm gonna talk about today, and I only have, let's see, I'm gonna look at my notes. I only have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven foods I want to talk about because I want to keep it simple. I don't want to give you a list of 25 and then you're playing like a guessing game at the grocery store. No, I want you to walk into the store, you pick up these seven things and it's simple. It's simple to prepare and it's readily available. So let's go ahead and dive into the first one that came to mind for me and that's strawberries. You guys have probably heard me talk about strawberries. It literally is one of my favorite foods foods on planet earth. Now, why are strawberries good? Well, it's a good source of vitamin C, antioxidants. So when I say antioxidants, that means prevent or delay some types of cell damage. So, you know, think of like heart health and think of an antioxidant as a good way to prevent you from deteriorating your heart, your lungs, your blood vessels, all sorts of things like that. It's also very low calorie, but sweet and delicious. And even though there's a lot of great health benefits to strawberries that I'm still going to cover, let's talk about how delicious they are. Strawberries are delicious. And if you don't think they're that good, you need to keep trying some because sometimes you can go to a grocery store and you can get their strawberries and they have a bad strawberry vendor or something. They just, they don't do it properly. Or you can find some local strawberries and those are phenomenal. So keep trying on the strawberries. I urge you to try on the strawberries because it's super low calorie and it does taste sweet. And so it's very hard to overeat because it's low calorie and very high fiber. When you have a low calorie delicious food that's high fiber, it's very hard for you to overeat and it's a great way to curb your cravings because you're gonna feel full. You can eat like a pound of strawberries and it's, it's not that many calories, but you feel super stuffed afterwards. Okay, let's talk about fiber though. I said high in fiber, but what, what, is, what does that do? Okay, what does fiber do for you? Well, it's going to help with your bowels. For, for anybody in here that has diarrhea or they have constipation, 
you should probably consider having some strawberries every day. It's going to help with bloating. It's going to help with cholesterol, balance your cholesterol and, and your blood sugar. Okay, so just think about how many things I just talked about with strawberries, blood sugar, cholesterol, bloating, constipation, diarrhea. It's hard to overeat. It's sweet and delicious. Vitamin C, antioxidants, so many health benefits just in strawberries. Let's move on to the next food. This one is probably obvious, but it's worth mentioning, chicken breast. It's one of the best sources of lean protein. What is lean protein though? It means it's very high in protein and very low in fat. For instance, a lot of beefs, like think of 80-20 beef, that is not considered a lean protein. That's a fattier protein. Uh, Salmon is another one, uh, as far as fish go, that's a fattier fish. It's not a lean protein source. Chicken is a lean protein source. So again, just like strawberries, it's very filling. It's very high in protein. It's going to help you rebuild and recover from your strength workout. So when you do a strength workout, you literally are damaging your muscle. Don't be scared. That's what you're supposed to do. And it's very microscopic damages. Now, without explaining the whole process of protein synthesis, when you metabolize protein, you repair your muscles, okay? And so obviously chicken is an important step in that process. There's also vitamin B, vitamin D, calcium, but then also iron and zinc. People are missing the iron and zinc, especially nowadays, and chicken can be a decent source or at least give you a source of iron and zinc. Now that one, I don't have as much to say because that one's just obvious. Chicken is like the universal, like, unless you're vegan, vegetarian, you know, uh, chicken's kind of the universal, like if you're getting back on track, usually people pick up chicken. But I want to talk about another protein source because chicken's great, but this one is missed a lot and it's fish. Not a lot of people like fish, but the, the fish that I try to eat Right now, I'm doing wild sardines, and I know that sounds extreme, but I think they're pretty good. But now the next protein source I want to talk about is more ignored, though, than chicken breast, and this is fish. And there's different examples of fish. You have the wild-caught salmon, and keyword I said wild, wild-caught sardines, mackerel, and, there, and there's other examples, but, but why is fish good? Well, it's a lean protein source again, except for like salmon and certain fatty fishes, but it's a good protein source, just like chicken breast, but with different benefits. So the, the benefits I listed in my notes here are blood vessel function. Who doesn't want good blood vessel function? You have inflammation, omega-3s, and, and in America, we get plenty of omega-6s, and you want to balance that with omega-3s. You're actually at the healthiest point. And when we're talking about your fatty acids, when you have a balance of omega-6s and omega-3s. Now, I lost some of you because I'm using kind of these sciencey terms, but fish is a good source of the omega-3s, and so many people are missing it. It prevents heart disease, stroke. You're literally going, you're literally going to feel better eating fish. It reduces your inflammation. Blood vessel function, so many things. And like I hinted at a second ago, if you get a leaner fish source, and like I mentioned a few seconds ago, if you get a leaner fish, like it's lower in fat, you have the same benefits you do as the chicken as far as a super high protein, uh, very filling, and low on fat. So it's good for results. It's good for muscle and strength, muscle tone. 
we should be eating more fish. And this is one, if I can just talk about, you know, me, I try to eat healthy, obviously, you know, uh, I made this podcast about food. So (laughs) obviously it's on my mind, but fish, that's a little bit of a weakness. I thoroughly enjoy the taste of fish and I don't eat it very much. Now, as of recent, I have been eating more fish. I've been eating sardines and some other white fish that I like, sometimes salmon. But I will go several months without having fish ever. And I don't like that I do that. And I think why I do that is because I don't think it's as easy to prepare. There are easy ways to prepare fish, but like chicken breast is just so simple. You just throw it on the grill. You just throw it in the oven. I don't know. It just seems so quick. And fish, I think, is a little bit harder, and that's why I avoid it. But I need to stop doing that. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to keep fish around, and I'm going to make it a weekly thing that I consume. On to the next one. We have apples. So apples, a good source of fiber and antioxidants. Reduce insulin resistance. So there's a lot of insulin resistance we have nowadays. Pre-diabetic, type 1, type 2 diabetics. Uh, and and apples are going to help balance that. They're going to help reduce your insulin resistance. Uh, It helps kidneys release insulin and help your cells intake sugar. So that is something that I think a lot of people, especially in America and maybe other countries too that I don't know of, they would they would greatly benefit off of that benefit right there. Uh, you, it's a low glycemic carb. Now I stopped and mentioned that in my notes because I think people think of fruit as like this sneaky treat. It's almost like a Snicker bar hanging from a tree. <laughs> no, no, like because it is high in fiber. We have the strawberries I mentioned earlier. We have apples. It's high in fiber. Now that br- that brings it lower on the glycemic index. What is the glycemic index? It's basically fast-acting sugars versus slow-acting sugars. And if there's more fiber, that slows down the digestion process. Okay, It's not a fast-acting sugar that's absorbed, consumed, and used as energy or stored as fat right away. It's a slow-acting carb. And it's delicious. And that's what I want to stop and talk about with apples. I think if you go to the grocery store, you can find some apples that are like, yeah, this is good. But what I want you guys to do is when apples are in season, in my neck of the woods, I think it's right around August. August through October, you can go to an apple orchard. And at least in my area, the couple of apple orchards I've been to, you can pick your own apples. And they have a wide variety of different uh, species, or is that what you call apples? Different species, different kinds of apples that you pick from the tree. And I tell you what, you cannot get an apple in a grocery store that tastes as delicious as picking it straight from the tree. Even if your grocery store gets its fruit local, which many more of them are doing now, which is awesome, there is still a lot of sitting time. It's probably a day to pick, a day to pick and put into the loading truck. And then probably the following day, they bring it to the grocery store, which if the grocery store already has apples, they probably put the apples in the back until there's room available for new apples. So it probably sits there again. And then they put it in the apple section when there is room in the grocery store for customers to grab. And then it sits there again. There's a lot of sitting, even if it is the freshest, most local apple. And their price still very good. Don't get me wrong. But I want you guys to try that sometime. Go to an apple orchard, pick it off the tree if they let you, and then bring it home and eat them. 
They're so much more delicious, and it's as good as any candy. I tell you what, a a ripe apple off of a tree, depending on the the brand or the kind of apple, it could be just as good as candy. So try some different ones. Next one we're going to talk about is sweet potato. So again, fiber. Notice I picked a lot of them with fiber. I think you guys should be eating more of it. It's a low glycemic index food. So a sweet potato is a good carb source. Like it's not considered a low carb food like celery. So it is carby, but it is a a low glycemic index food. So it's good for anybody that's a diabetic or a pre-diabetic or just somebody that wants to control their blood sugars. If you want to control your blood sugars, you should be eating carb sources that are high in fiber. And that's sweet potatoes and that's apples like I just mentioned earlier. And a, a sweet potato is sweet tasting. Uh, so you had the potato, which isn't like sweet tasting, which I think p- potatoes are, are pretty good, but it didn't make today's list as a as the healthiest ones. But a sweet potato is a little bit sweet tasting. And I think like some people don't like sweet potatoes, probably from their memory of somebody preparing them at Thanksgiving. But the way I like to eat a sweet potato is... A couple of different ways. So if you want to cook them slowly, which is how they taste the best, you put them in the oven, 350, 375. Sometimes it takes multiple hours, but you can put like 12 of them in there and then you have enough for like over a week. So that's that's pretty simple meal prep, right? But if I need to be quicker, like I didn't do my meal prep, I'll take a sweet potato and I'll wrap it in a wet paper towel, and then I'll put it in the microwave for like six minutes. Now, that's depending on how big it is. If you like a smaller sweet potato, you probably need to be shorter on the time. If it's huge, you probably need to be longer. But I usually grab a size where six minutes wrapped in a wet paper towel uh, is a great way to bake it in the microwave. And that's that's a quick version. So I take it out of the microwave and I leave some of the skin on there, but I do peel about half of it off. And then I kind of mash it up just a little bit. And sometimes I'll use like a zero calorie uh, butter spray or I use a low calorie butter spread so I can kind of save on my calories a little bit and get that buttery taste. And I put it all over it. I don't, I don't hold back. And then I, I put some cinnamon on there too. Now, cinnamon is optional. I think there's people that wouldn't like that, but I put cinnamon on there and then I put a little bit of salt. I tell you what, that's, that's delicious. That is delicious. Microwave your sweet potato. Six minutes-ish with a wet paper towel. Pull out. Put low-calorie butter or zero-cal butter spray. Cinnamon. Sprinkle that on there. Salt. Sprinkle it. Oh, my gosh. It's good. Okay. The next one is vegetables. And so I was like, what is the healthiest one? I could have picked any. I could have picked broccoli. I could have picked spinach. Spinach is like, what? Almost zero-calorie. Packed with nutrients. You have carrots. I could have picked any of these, but I picked bell peppers. Bell peppers are high in vitamin C, so think immunity. So we've had uh, some some diseases and viruses across the world recently. So vitamin C will help you with that. Bell peppers will help you with that. Uh, But bell peppers are a powerful anti-inflammatory. And I want to talk about that for a second. Like, what in the world does that mean? Anti-inflammatory. Well, I want you to think, uh, if you're inflamed, I want you to think as being in pain, achy, swollen. And some of these foods will help you with that. Because the next one I, I am going to list is also an anti-inflammatory. 
Is her ear going to be less swollen, maybe in less pain, less achy? And when those things occur, when you reduce those, you feel better. You feel more able. You can function better. You can get around. Maybe you're a little more mobile, more flexible. And that's how powerful I think foods are, especially anti-inflammatories like bell peppers. Now, again, like any vegetable though, bell peppers do have the fiber. They do have other vitamins and minerals that I haven't listed. It is it is very filling. Bell peppers are kind of the food that you could like sprinkle on almost anything, put it in any casserole, any dish, and it and it complements any of those very well. So it's I think it's very readily usable for your recipes. Okay, the last one I want to mention is olive oil. It is the best cooking oil. It is the number one cooking oil. Because right now people are like, no, it's coconut oil. No, it's it's avocado oil seems to be like picking up in popularity. And it's like, I don't know why people are looking like the, the, for this new magic oil when it's always been olive oil. And that's according to Dr. Cabral, I think is his name. I heard him on a podcast recently. And that's why I added olive oil to this list. Because he, he studies fatty acids, uh, inflammation, and he studies all these foods and, and how it responds to our body and how it makes us feel better. His, I think his name is Dr. Cabral. And he says it's not even close. That as far as cooking oils go, olive oil is by far the best one. And it's because, again, it's a powerful anti-inflammatory, maybe the most powerful anti-inflammatory. And I've been using olive oil for years, and I think I failed to mention that to clients, and I failed to mention that to you guys here on this podcast, is you should be using olive oil. I have been for years. I've known about the benefits for years, and I just failed to mention it. It's kind of like fish. Like, I should be eating fish. I should be talking about fish more, and it just kind of slips my mind. It's just something in my head that I know people should be eating and that I should be eating more of. And olive oil, I do always cook in olive oil when I cook anything. Or sometimes I'll even sprinkle it on stuff because I know the benefits and I just fail to mention it. So these are the foods that I want you to do. They're simple to pick up. They're, they're readily available in your grocery store. And there's so many benefits. Strawberries, chicken breast, fish. You have mackerel, wild salmon, wild sardines, other ones you could try. Apples, sweet potatoes, bell peppers, and olive oil. Let's put these things in our mouth more often. I hope this helps. Spencer, signing off. Are you tired of being surrounded by boring people who aren't encouraging you to be healthier and work on your wellness? Well, look no further. I think you should join our group of people in our free group. So if you go to spencersgroup.com, not only will you hear more funny jokes like this one, read some funny memes, and attend some of my coaching calls, but you're going to have a good time while achieving a healthier you. So make sure to go to spencersgroup.com group.com and we'll get the party started.